0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome to Sharp Lessons Podcast. Ben Wittenstein across from me. We got the Professor Nate Jacobson, and we are finishing up, Nate, after a month of looking at NFL teams, win totals, and everything in between, this is our last win total preview. It's the NFC West. Buddy, we made it. We're almost there. Almost to the regular season.
2: Yeah, just football in general. I'm ready for the games to be played. I'm ready for something to happen. We've been trying to forecast these teams, whether it's college football or NFL, for, for months it seems like, and now I want to see if I'm, I'm right with some of my predictions. It's about and, time. Have already a lot put a lot of money down on college football. Did that at the end of July. In the process right now of making NFL bets, and I'll drop a lot more in. Sort of, I'm gonna wait probably after the preseason games. Um, There's preseason week three, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think after that, making sure teams have clean uh, bills of injury or bill of health, and uh, ready to fire on some NFL. As I have a lot. I'm looking at and line shopping, but we'll probably put all those bets in sometime early next week.
1: I'm excited. We're going to have our best bet segment that's coming back. I already made a best bet for college football week zero from our last episode, New Mexico State plus nine. So hit that if you can. Uh, We're going to be keeping track in our little file that we've got on uh, Google Docs. So you'll be able to see all of our picks, see how we're doing. We're trying to get over 55%. We're 55% last year, trying to get over 55% this year. Can it be done? The haters say no, but I think we say yes.
2: Yeah, if you can bet 55% consistently the rest of your life sports betting, you can we well. just quit your day job and and yeah. focus on that, and you can retire maybe in a, co- in a couple decades.
1: Yeah, so I think that just means we need to up how much we're betting, and then we'll be fine. We'll be able to, to quit our jobs and, and move on and, and do sports betting for real.
2: If it was only that easy. <laughs> if it was only that easy. <laughs>
1: that would be the dream. Go up to 56 57%. Either way, Nate, our final win total preview, the NFC West, a very interesting division. It seems like both conferences, divisions in the western part of the United States are very fun, interesting, and going to be really competitive.
2: Agree. It was last year. um, This team produced a Super Bowl champion. It's also produced the other team that made the NFC championship game and another playoff team that looked like they were in control of the division, and then the uh, wheels fell off, and then a team that going into last year had high hopes when they still had Russell Wilson, the CLC Hawks, and this year there's definitely a different outlook on them as they look like to be the, uh, the basement dwellers in that division.
1: Yeah, we got the Rams at 10.5 is – pretty much the consensus win total for them yep. 49ers at 10 you got some nine and a halfs around there uh, even one place with a 10 and a half with uh really juiced on the uh, on yeah, the under there it's,
2: it's pretty much 10 on the niners um, yeah 10 seems even, like the more even juice each way or, more
1: consensus cardinals yeah. at eight and a half a uh, couple nines and the seahawks all the way at the bottom at five and a half and there is one six standing there if you're really confident about the seahawks um but For this one, I don't have a very strong over, and I'm hoping you can convince me with the 49ers because, to me, looking at all the teams, the 49ers seem to make the most sense to be the team that hits their over for the win total.
2: Yeah, so the 49ers for me, I know for the exercise, it's like the over team. I'm not necessarily interested, though, betting the 49ers over because I think there's just a lot of upside with this roster where I want the bet them to kind of do – big things whether it's them to win the division and i think there's a plus 180 out there on the on the 49ers to win the division so winning the division yep maybe even the nfc winning the nfc because the nfc kind of a a favorable path we're just not as strong so a lot of that has to rely though and you're relying on a quarterback who has barely started and when he did start was starting in the lower division the fcs and trey lance who will be the starting quarterback for the 49ers. It was a player that the 49ers drafted in the 2021 draft. They traded three first-round picks to move up from 12 to 3 to get him. Mm -hmm. So the organization obviously believes in him. They just knew he wasn't quite ready and polished because he didn't play during the COVID season of 2020 because there was no... Uh, FCS football or he didn't play in FCS football that year so it doesn't have many starts under his belt but it does have the physical tools that NFL scouts like and the 49ers thought let's trade up and get the guy who maybe will take us to a next level because they didn't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo to do that in terms of upside even though they were pretty close last year but the reason they were close is because they have a really strong roster whether it's Debo Samuel, Trent Williams on the offensive line, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, a running back stable where it doesn't seem to matter who they have as running back, they're gonna produce because of Kyle Shanahan's zone b- blocking scheme. And Kyle Shanahan's another reason I like this bet. It's just like really he's a really good schemer, gonna get the most out of his offense. And then I also like the pieces on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the front seven. Yeah, they would- Yeah, their defense is going to be good. So now the thing with this bet, do you want to go over 10? Saying like, sure, they can go over 10, but what if Trey Lance isn't good? Then you're like paying, paying a lot of money not to win that much to hold up your money for four months. So I'd rather bet on Trey Lance being amazing and taking this team to the next level that Jimmy G couldn't. So winning the division is definitely in play for me in terms of the 49ers. And last week I was on a podcast and I said, they asked the question was, who would you bet on to win MVP? And I made the case for Trey Lance at 40 to one. Not necessarily. I don't think he's going to win, but there's so many good quarterbacks bunched at the top mm-hmm. that I wanted to look down the board at a big price and Trey Lance on a team that's projected to win 10 games that has a soft early season schedule playing the Bears and playing the Seahawks to maybe get his feet wet and get that statistical profile up. Then back-to-back primetime games yeah. against the Broncos in week three and the Rams in week four can really elevate his profile because the whole country will be watching him. So after week four, if he starts off strong in the 49ers three 3-1 or 4-0, that number at 40-1 to will be a lot shorter so I think those are ways I'm looking to bet the 49ers to do big things and take advantage of their potential high upside because of their roster. Obviously, it could blow up if Trey Lance isn't ready or they yeah. face, suffer a lot of injuries because there's definitely depth concerns on this team outside of some of their star players. But in this division where I'm down in the Cardinals, down the Seahawks, Rams won the Super Bowl. Even though they probably weren't the best team in the league, they just got fortunate, I think, to win wow. the Super Bowl. I mean they put themselves in a good position but I don't think they were better than the like the Packers on a neutral or even the the Buccaneers or well they did beat the Buccaneers but definitely got fortunate to avoid the Chiefs or Bills in the Super Bowl as opposed to playing the Bengals. So 49ers for me a team I'm hoping to do – hoping can achieve big things, I think my most likely route for them is to bet them to win the division before the season, yep. especially because they have two soft games to start and the and the Rams open with the Bills. So if the Rams open with a loss to start the season as a home underdog against Buffalo, which is very possible, that number is going to get shorter. So before week one, first game – going to probably get the 49ers to win the division, plus 180 was the best number I saw when I checked.
1: I think the logic is there for me, for the 49ers, as you just laid it out. The logic is there. It makes sense. They have the talent. They have the coaching. They they You'd expect good luck at some point for this team to happen, for them to actually reach the Super Bowl, make a playoff run, things like that. I just I don't know if I can put my money behind Trey Lance just yet. I just I don't. And that's it, fair. There's a there's a good shot. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And if he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, this team's future is the limit. Like the, yeah. the sky's the limit for this team if he's better than Jimmy G. Because Jimmy G. For the most part was a little above a replaceable level quarterback. So as long as Trey Lance plays better than that, this team is going to dominate. Yeah. But that question mark for me is so big right now where it's like, I don't know if I could put money behind him yet. It's one of those things where I have to see what he's made of. But then once he does play well, you've kind of lost the edge with the numbers.
2: And and I like Jimmy G, and he ran Kyle Shanahan's offense well. And if you look at some of the advanced stats, he was a strong quarterback last year. But I think Trey Lance just kind of raises the – definitely raises the ceiling of the team. Definitely the floor is lower, but, I mean, it doesn't matter if – And when the kind of bets I'm making, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just like you're betting on him reaching potential. I don't know if he's good, but I want to take advantage of this now while they're still priced – at a relative, you know, good good price. Decent, not they're right. not like the odds-on favorite to win the division.
1: So yeah, that's the way I'm per- approaching the 49ers. It's a good risk though, especially yeah. with the team. I if, mean, if you're going to take a risk on a team, the 49ers are about as strong of a yeah. team you can take a risk with.
2: If if money and and feelings weren't an issue, and and Jimmy G, like say he was still the quarterback, and there was maybe no competition or anything, I'd be definitely looking just to bet the 49ers win total over. Yeah, a nice safe bet. Minus 110 each way, will they win 11 games or more and a push on 10? Like, I'd feel really good about that. But with Trey Lance and that appeal, the upside of a team sacrificing so much to trade for him, I want to bet on them to do big things. And and division is, I guess, one way to do it. It's not huge because it's only plus 180, but Trey Lance MVP would be my MVP look if I had to play something before the season just because of the easy start, a favorable schedule start right. to the 49ers, and then looking at some prices to win the NFC and maybe even the Super Bowl.
1: I know I like it. I mean, if I'm going to trust any team in that division, especially with the with the murmurs of Matt Stafford's elbow and yeah. the fact that they're reigning Super Bowl champions, I, I think it's time to pick a different team in that division, and the 49ers are right there. This is – you know, we may look back in five, ten years and say this is everything lined up perfectly for the 49ers this year to really them make a run, get to the Super Bowl, things like that. Right. So I, I could definitely see that. I'd rather bet on that than just bet on the, the Rams to do things because, A, you're not going to get them at a very good number because they won the Super Bowl last year. And, B, I don't think they're even going to be able to repeat or even maybe not even make a difference from what they did last year. Yeah,
2: they, they didn't like improve. Yeah, they didn't improve, and, and sometimes when a team like – reaches that pinnacle then like just regression is natural and I think that's yep. that's kind of the argument against the Rams and and I guess in this case for the 49ers to to do and I know the Rams beat them in the playoff game last year but the 49ers swept them in the regular season and just historically Kyle Shanahan has got the better of Sean McVay in those regular season matchups yeah
0: the spirit of performance is what defines Acura and now it's electric Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
1: That's, that's very true. So those – I mean, you convinced me for that. It wasn't going to take much, but I do – I kind of agree with the 49ers for the over, for 10. Yep. Uh, the unders, we have two different teams for the unders, which makes sense if we both like the 49ers. Um, I'll go with the Seahawks as an under team for me, and simply because they lost Russell Wilson. And I think yeah. Russell Wilson was kind of the – fix-all Band-Aid for this team, who was terrible offensively, and I love me some DK Metcalf, I really do, but there was a lot of issues with that Seahawks team, especially offensively in the last year or so, where they looked like they were like a high school team at some points, just couldn't figure out how to move the ball down the field efficiently, and him, them having Russell Westbrook, I think, really put a Band-Aid on the series issues for that team. Wilson. Russell Wilson, yeah, i know you're Westbrook. Russell Wilson, excuse me. They're
2: both very polarizing players who have recently uh, switched teams. So, you know, understandable. Late in
1: the afternoon, what can I say? (laughs) Russell Wilson. But I do think that he really did fix a lot of the issues that they had. And defensively, too, you look at them, I don't see anything super special. And they drafted a lot of talent in the draft this season. But it's going to take some time for them to develop. And this is not going to be the year where they fully develop. So you look at that five and a half number, I think five wins – It's good I think that makes sense and you look through their schedule and the funny thing is when we've been looking at other teams schedule in this division in the NFC and you see the Seahawks on their schedule that's you're like all right that's a win they're beating the Seahawks Seahawks are going to lose and the fact that we have done that so many times I the Seahawks winning five games or or fewer seems very realistic
2: so think about their draft they with the ninth overall pick which was a from the Broncos and I know I think they were even thinking of trading at uh, down the day of the draft just because Mm -hmm. maybe someone was going to come up to get a quarterback but all the quarterbacks slid but they drafted Charles Cross who was kind of the third offensive lineman in that draft process so maybe he's a good player but the offensive line is not good in Seattle so just one rookie tackle probably isn't going to solve that and then Kenneth Walker who obviously a really talented player well, what does that team really need another running back? They already had Rashad Penny. It seems like they always have guys that they draft late and they used a prime, like 42nd overall pick yeah, on another running guy. back. And it's just like, not so maybe they got talent, but they just drafted the wrong position in terms of running back to like for a, you know, short term yeah. boost for this year. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you here. Um, I've always thought Russell Wilson was the reason why the Seahawks had were able to make the playoffs, even though they were having seemed like they were having hard times. Or I mean, they had to pay Russell Wilson, so they lost a lot of those defensive players, the Legion of Boom, that's secondary, and they also just got older. Yep. So I think Wilson covered up a lot of deficiencies from with that team from like 2018 to 2020. He gets hurt last year, never really recovered. I think they rushed him back, and he just – yeah, as you mentioned, the offense struggled, and I think that was a big reason why where he was still playing with that finger injury, the mallet finger. So I've, I'm with Wilson in terms of he was – like they should have picked him over Pete Carroll, who is – what, say what you want about him but i think for the modern nfl that he's sometimes in over his head and like drafting a running back in the second round when they yeah, already have guys so i think we're gonna really see the seahawks get exposed this season without russell wilson not sure if you watched that preseason game last thursday night when the bears went into seattle and won but it was kind of a glimpse, I think, of what the Seahawks might look like this year where yes. Drew Locke had COVID, and I still think he could win the starting job and be the week one starter when they host Russell Wilson, the Broncos, on a Monday night. But Geno Smith, just he's not it in 2022 as a starting quarterback. If you want to win a lot of games, maybe they don't want to win a lot of games, and they want to That's be one. in the in the sweepstakes. The it's perfect. And they want to be in the sweepstakes for yeah. Stroud and Young, um, the quarterbacks from Ohio State and Alabama who look like the consensus one and two overall picks as long as the one and two picks are quarterback needy teams and I think the Seahawks have a great chance of being one of them and uh, I wouldn't blame you betting the under here on the Seattle Seahawks it's a team for me that I will not be betting on even in individual games big underdogs unless I see some life from them um, and I know that line against the uh against the broncos week one broncos have taken gotten more support as teams watch the seahawks struggle in preseason i think the broncos out to a six point road favorite on monday night and by game time when the public has their saying gets involved and knowing the russell wilson narrative i wouldn't be surprised if that touches seven
1: yeah and that's a game i would probably i, I don't love betting favorites that are touchdowns or more usually in the nfl but that, right. that might be a game i uh I consider at least a little bit. It's
2: Broncos are pass for me. Yeah, for sure. Oh
1: yeah, I would never put money. I don't think I would put money on the Seahawks ever this year because there are they're gonna be bad teams in the NFL and sometimes those are bad teams will be able to cover because they're, you know, bad but still think they're good and so they're trying. Right. I think the Seahawks know they're bad and they're going to be bad and they're going to put themselves in a position to lose as much as they can. Because you have Drew you Drew Locke as your starting quarterback is basically telling everyone We're not trying to win this season. That's what it says to me for the Seahawks.
2: Yep, especially since there was rumors they could maybe get Baker Mayfield, but they never seemed really aggressive in getting him, and I think
1: that kind of shows that
2: they're fine with being bad this year to get a rookie quarterback and kind of start over with a quarterback on a rookie deal, um, potentially Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud.
1: You have a team you like. That's not the Seahawks that you like don't to go like, under. Don't like it. Yeah. Well, that you like, like to go,
2: go under. Yeah. Well, so under – or I'm, not, I'm debating if I should bet them under or to miss the playoffs or just bet them against them in individual games. Mm-hmm. But I think the Arizona Cardinals are a clear sell team this season. Just an organization that seems like a mess. And I think it was kind of put under the microscope with the uh, Kyler Murray yeah. contract extension where it doesn't like really – impact their play on the field. But I just think the way the organizations run, it's just a team that I don't want to bet on to do good things. And that Kyler Murray deal was the stipulation where he had to have four hours of independent study, presumably Mm -hmm. to watch film every week, even though they gave him a huge extension. And I think just like if if he's having trouble focusing or, you know, caring about football and watching film as the quarterback, like maybe you shouldn't have given him – that big of an extension so i just don't like the way the team is going into the season and if you look back at last season obviously they start off really hot seven and oh and then they kind of fall off a cliff no pun intended <laughs> cliff kingsbury i don't know why i said that but <laughs> wow that's that's you meant it. i did not mean that at all i did not mean it at all but anyway cliff and kyler yeah start i've started off well in the past and cliff kingsbury dating back to texas tech always a fast starter and then towards the end of the season i don't know if teams adjusted to his offense or or what it was but they would you know fall apart later Mm -hmm. in the season and it really happened last year where they were safely going to make the playoffs but they lost the division lead and then had to go on the road to la in the wild card round and were absolutely embarrassed so i think the cardinals are in for a long year and that we're going to see more of the cardinals team that we saw in the second half of the year in the playoff game as opposed to the team we saw that started off 7-0. and And if you look at the schedule, pretty difficult to start the year, so that kind of negates the advantage Arizona might have, starting off week one against the Chiefs, then going to the Raiders, they got the Rams early in the year. So if the Chiefs, Cardinals, were going to start off well, it's a hard schedule to do it with, plus DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver, suspended six games for PDU. So I really think the Cardinals last year were a complete fluke. It's a team that's not the most efficient. I think these those inefficiencies are going to catch up to them. And I wouldn't be surprised if Cliff Kingsbury is fired at the end of the season or if things get really bad in the middle of the season.
1: Wow. Yeah, it does seem like he's more and more as the weeks go on in the hot seat. And I think at the beginning of last season, I don't think anyone really expected Cliff Kingsbury's name to pop up in conversations where, oh, he could lose his job pretty soon. And you look at what they did this season, and then everything offseason-wise was just handled so poorly. And then you look at yeah. this team now, and it's like, all right, they might be thinking it's about a, like a snowball effect where we thought you were the guy, and clearly you're not. This team is a mess. Your leadership is bad. We'll get rid of you. And, and a team like that, that happens midway through the season, too. If that somehow happens midway through the season, that under is going to hit oh, with for sure. With yeah,
2: means. well, yeah, because if— if they do fire him, it would probably have to start off really bad, yeah. where they're not going to be able to come back and win uh, win nine games or more. At least I I wouldn't think, unless they really pull pull the trigger early on him. And I don't know, like most teams, they like to you know be patient, but the Arizona Cardinals don't don't seem like an organization that show much patience, as we saw when they fired Steve Wilkes after one year and mm-hmm. gave up on Josh Ro- Rosen to build the uh, the partnership of Kingsbury and Murray. Uh, which I believe was the 2019 season. So fourth year of that partnership, definitely mixed reviews. Last year they had the breakout, but nothing really inspired you at the end of the season. That shows that they're going to – bounce back this season and now there's higher expectations for them expecting them to finish with the winning record i i really don't think they will and if you look at the schedule home chiefs at raiders home rams cross-country trip to carolina a team i know ben you like hosting Mm -hmm. the eagles so first five games and then finishing off hopkins six game suspension at seattle and then Hopkins, I guess, will be eligible to return on a Thursday night against the New Orleans Saints at home. So, yeah, tough start to the schedule for the Arizona Cardinals and because of that. And I don't know like, – what's your thoughts on week one where the Chiefs about a three-point favorite on the road in Arizona? That's a game I'm totally torn on because I do, like travel- I do <laughs> like the Chiefs and I don't like the Cardinals. But at the same time, maybe Arizona does figure it out and, and – that just number seems a little inflated it towards seems, the Chiefs.
1: It seems a little suspicious to me because, I mean, you, you look at how everyone views the Chiefs and how good people think the Chiefs can be this season. And, and watching their preseason games, it, it doesn't look like they have missed a beat at all. So I'm, I'm kind of on the I love the Chiefs bandwagon, and even me seeing this line at three, three and a half, you look at that and you're like, this, this is the classic trap line. It really is. And this is this is sportsbooks daring you. <laughs> daring you to take the Chiefs to yeah. win on the road by more than a field goal. Against a Cardinals team that I know we don't like, but there's also a lot of potential there from them, even without DeAndre Hopkins in week one. Right. I don't I'm that's a game. that's a line I'm hundred percent staying away. I, I can't say I favor the Chiefs at all in that one. Or I can't say I really like the Cardinals at plus three and a half. Because either side, looking at it, I, I don't like. Um, I Maybe maybe we'll hit a total in that. But that is definitely a side or a spread that I, I cannot, in good conscience, put any money on that. Because at first thought, you're like, that looks low. But then you see that it's the Chiefs and people love to bet the Chiefs. It seems It seems trappy. Also it's worth strapnate, yeah also
2: worth also worth noting the cardinals, another thing they're kind of a reason about against them they do lose a home game because they have a game in Mexico City, so only eight true home games, eight true road games, and a a neutral cider in Mexico city against the san francisco forty ers on monday november twenty first
1: yeah. It's it's going to be a weird year for the Cardinals. Do we want do
2: we want to say anything about the Rams, Uh, the team that we don't have any bets on? Used to mention win total ten and a half across the board. I don't trust them. Defending Super Bowl champs, underdog on the road or at home week one in the in the opener for the NFL season.
1: Don't trust them. Um, I don't trust them at all. And yeah, I know... I think a
2: team I'm just I'm neutral on if I'm betting like I guess the way I'm betting against them is betting the Niners to win the division as mm-hmm. thinking like the Rams maybe having a little drop off. Um, and because they play the Bills week one, as I mentioned, I won't going to bet the 49ers before knowing that the Bills have a have at least a decent shot at winning that game uh, week one in, in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, no, I 100 percent agree. It's um I just I don't. It's not a team that I trust, and, and I don't love to put money on teams that are just coming yeah. off big postseason runs. Winning the Super Bowl definitely counts as that because you know everyone's going to be on it, and you know the numbers are going to be inflated because people love to bet on the teams that they know really well. And the Rams really didn't change too much up, and everyone knows about them. Everyone knows what they're about. I, I I'm not going to stay away. I don't trust them, Nate. I don't trust the win total. It's- I don't trust them against the spread in the first couple of weeks. I really don't.
2: It's also a really tough schedule. I mean, for all these teams, you can argue it's a tough schedule because they have to play the AFC West yeah. as their the division rotation it's in terms hard, of AFC team, crossover. and then the extra opponent because of the seventeenth game is the Buffalo Bills. Oof, so geez. other teams in the NFC West have to get to play the, the Dolphins, the Patriots, or the Jets. Meanwhile, they nice. get the Bills at home, who are fee, as the Bills are so good that they're a favorite. In week one, then um, we'll have to see where I that line goes. <laughs> you did already. I already did, but I got I got okay. a special
1: where I got uh, plus a hundred. Okay. The Bills money line, so gotcha. I figured I might as well take it. Get a little bit of value for that. Yeah. I don't now with the line at uh, let's see what is it at two, and a, at, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, it's two and a half. Yeah. It was at one. You know, three weeks ago, something like that. It was at one for a little bit, and that yeah. was pretty tempting to me to take the Bills. But now that it's gone up a little bit at two and a half. It's still an okay number. It's below that number of three. But if it gets to three, Nate, that's... I don't know. The Rams a home favorite. A plus three... Or a home underdog, excuse me. A plus three is... It's <laughs> so a little tempting. I know I didn't want to bet on the Rams, but that would be tempting.
2: Oh, absolutely. Sometimes you have to kind of... It's hard for me to do still, but like... like remove your stubbornness and yeah. like instead of betting just having like a certain opinion bet the, on team, bet the team number think of what the number should be and betting that yeah bet and the number. maybe not it doesn't have to be a big bet but yeah Rams plus three would pique my interest after pretty much all summer I'm thinking like I'll, I'll probably be on the bills in some form but yeah I, I do think it's going to come back down a little once we know Matthew Stafford plays or maybe you know the public loves the bills and Aren't afraid to fade the the defending Super Bowl champs and their current and their banner raiser.
1: Yeah, and that's one of those games too, where it's like the public can honestly, I could see the public being on either side: Super Bowl champions or the Super Bowl favorite this year. So the, the public is going to love either side in this one. There's yeah. not going to be like a, a darling that people historically love to bet.
2: Just based on kind of the i don't know the vibes or just the attitude towards the bills i feel like the bills are gonna get a lot of i would a imagine. lot of they have already been
1: getting money clearly because that line's yeah. been moving from minus one definitely Uh well we'll talk all about that game uh next week yep ne- next week yeah next week where we start making some of two our best weeks bets for a nfl week two. Yeah, yeah week or two we'll have our best bets that game is football week one next yeah. week and then our nfl and college football games start yep. in two weeks the countdown has begun and
2: I'll, I'll have an nfl article so leading up to that uh rams bills game that thursday morning so two weeks from today we'll return for the i think the fourth season for my nfl article and then we'll have college next week and we'll do uh some shows next week where we recap our favorite college football and nfl bets going into the season kind of a recap of the last 13 shows that we've done um breaking down the conferences and and previewing each division and then we'll go ahead on thursday with week one best bets for college football and maybe some other things
1: yeah i'm excited we may do some live streaming so uh follow stadium bets because we were planning possibly on tuesday of next week for the show where we give out our best bets all preseason bets for the nfl uh just live streaming it showing it to the people being live uh mistakes can be made who knows but it'll be fun to be live on uh, twitter on stadium bets so Follow that. We'll give updates uh, on that. But for now, good luck to everybody. Our uh, win total season previews has now come to an end. So we turn the book to uh, the regular season. Nate, I'm excited. Should be fun. We'll have more bets coming your way next week, and then uh, NFL Week One and Two weeks.